Welcome to another week with us. Simon, how was, um, we're on Bopper Flop, but this is like the, this is Cyber Monday. Oh my God, Cyber Monday, are you getting those deals? Oh, Did you you buy that Dyson? Girl, my promo codes are off the charts right now. Uh Uh-huh, 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 yeah? Yeah, (laughs) That digital shopping cart is full, mama. We're not going to tell you which which, um, websites, but there are a couple websites out there right now where if you type Mm -hmm. in Bop or Flop as the promo code, you will get acknowledged by JR in public. Mm -hmm. And that's just part of the fun. We're not going to tell you which sites. Maybe some uh, national retailers you might know, but that's part of the fun is you got to go and you got to buy stuff and just try the Bopper Flop promo code and it might work, it might not. Yep, and and the promo code are plans to go live through Thought Thursday. That's that Mm -hmm. whole over there Thursday. Yeah. Um, so you have a couple days, um, but just try it out and, and let us know if, if Bopper Flop works on your favorite site. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> We're dying to yeah, hear. Send us, send us screen grabs of you trying a promo code on, uh, on Cyber Monday deals. Uh, Aaron, I know it's Cyber Monday. We went through the Thanksgiving thing. You probably yeah. ate your weight in food. But despite all that, I'm still feeling like it's a hot girl summer. It, you know what? It might as well be. Um, might as well. We have a, a pretty dang ripe album that that this girl came out of nowhere. She mm-hmm. released uh, a, a song called Savage and then did a remix and then probably created the song of the summer with Cardi B. Wow. Or WAP. Sometimes I call it WAP. <laughs> WAP. WAP or WAP. It's WAP. Yeah. WAP, 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 I don't know. Uh, Aaron, you're, Aaron, you're really hurting your street cred right now because it's clearly WAP, okay? I, yeah, I am. But I, they, don't, they don't ever say that in the song. They say a certain other thing. Doesn't Cardi go WAP, WAP, WAP? Oh, yeah, some wet right. ass pussy. Oh, I, I, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm, like that. I'm just an idiot. It's um, fine. It's so fine. The, we're reviewing Megan Thee Stallion. Simon, what album, yes. is, what album came out? It's called Good News. Because there's something on the album in the back that's just like, with everything going on right now, this song's just going to be bops and good news or something like that. I, I read it once. I didn't write it down. That's there's the kind a, of research we do. happening back there. Yeah. Um, yeah. All we know is issue is even more. That's what I can see on the album cover right now. That's right. And we brought in a very special guest to help us deliberate, dissect... Uh, discuss this album and who would that be Aaron well you know uh, none other than um, pit crew superstar um, for many seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race say Um, what I think I think he might be followed by Mariah Carey on a social (gasps) media too I'm not 100% sure but he has been in music videos with I think Jennifer Hudson oh none other than Miles Davis Moody Miles hey did I get any of that right I think I got some of that right (laughs) Um, some of it you sensationalized, I'm pretty sure, but, um, if Mariah Carey's following me, I have no idea. However, oh, anything's possible. She's interacted with you. Oh, yeah, 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 like four times. Yeah. Four times, people. Four, that's, more than, four times. That's, that's more than me and Aaron combined. Are we talking likes? Or are we talking retweets? What are we talking? Uh, both. Uh, likes, she'll, like, 
retweet and quote and do a little oh. happy smiley face. Oh my yeah. gosh. And, um, but pretty cool. That's incredible. I'm a, I'm a major lamb, so it's like a, it's like a huge moment. Oh, it's, a, it's a very big moment. Um, <laughs> so Miles, I have to ask you, um, what is your relationship with uh, Megan the Stallion? Um, I used to babysit her back in Houston. Um, no, in the no, 90s. you are lying. <laughs> You're a bold-faced liar, Miles. I believe you. It was hot babe shit at the time. That was change change the tagline. Um, and she used to say that all the time, right? Even as a child, hot baby shit, she'd say. Hot baby shit, hot baby shit. Um, no, um, my relationship with Megan Thee Stallion is um, pretty casual. However, mm-hmm. I am a long time um, rap aficionado, kind of old rap head i used to rap i i grew up with my brothers two of them are rappers um we used to write rhymes and battle each other oh okay <laughs> well, you're, you're playing pokemon card battles <laughs> love that i will i will hop on that train and just say in fifth grade for extra credit i did a rap on greek mythology no way mm-hmm. simon do you still have it can we post it I, to social do you have it memorized you do. Um, I'll get back to you. <laughs> I we I might scribe down some of the verses if I remember. We'll see. Yeah, we would love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so Miles, who usually won the rap battles? Were you um, were you the winner? I was. You know, I was the underdog. But yes, I I I feel like I won. I probably didn't. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was more of a beatboxer, actually. Okay. Oh, All right. That's where my if my talent comes in. In the rap game, I I love that talent. I I can't say I can beat. I can do like the. Oh, oh. no! I, like, I'll, I can give you some if you want to hear. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, two, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> And even more incredible if the mic would have picked up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Technology. Um, leaders, leaders, this is your chance to go back 15 seconds and turn up your mics. I could barely hear it, but I could hear it yeah. and it was really good. Or we could maybe get Miles to do a little bit of that on the story. Yeah. Oh, we'll get, we'll get Miles to do like a live take on the story. Live That's, take. We love that. Fabulous. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um... <laughs> So Miles, what is your relationship with? You said you uh, you grew up uh, listening to R and B rap. Yeah. Um, what's your relationship with music? Is it is it usually R and B or are you pretty broad spectrum? And then kind of are you more of like just a single person or do you appreciate albums? Um, I appreciate albums. I would say I probably lean that way, but I do like that nowadays you can be a little bit of a singles artist and it won't hurt you because of the way that platforms are built now um once upon a time you really needed to sell an entire album um but because singles are available um now separately and you don't have to buy an entire album which before you either had to buy the whole album or just buy a single and if you didn't if it wasn't released as a single you didn't get to hear it Mm -hmm. um so 
I'm, I, I appreciate a full opus of an effort because I feel like that is, should be a goal, that it's, it's a cohesive body of work. Who the fuck was that? Uh, is that Megan? Or, I mean, what, is that, is that Nick? It was Taylor Swift calling to see if Aaron had watched the new documentary, probably. God, she won't leave him alone. Let me just make uh, off. Um, <laughs> that, that was that was dumb. <laughs> but what I will say is the new Taylor Swift folklore movie documentary on Disney Plus is so good. Speaking of Taylor Swift, plugging her on the show. Okay, now yeah. you have to die. That was a new pact on the show that she was mentioned. the 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 host that did the mentioning would be put down. So I will be running this by myself. <laughs> um, Simon, that w- the, the person that was calling was actually Aaron Williamson, friend of the show. Friend, of the, friend of the pod. Okay, it's that's uh, lovely. He's asking me what show is like very similar in comedic energy to Borat, and it's, it's Nathan for you. That Nathan was for show. you, right? Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> you're, you were an album person. I think it's very, it's actually um, a good conversation topic of um, talking about how the industry is really, you're right, Miles, it has really changed from being um, focusing so much on, on set, putting this huge album together to albums now are too, like making a good album is something that takes a year, takes two years, takes three years. And because there's so much many artists that are putting out music all at the same time, I, I remember listening into an interview, uh, an artist was talking about how like, we've kind of uh, devolved into where like you have to be putting out EPs and EPs and singles mm-hmm. and singles because you want to keep the attention. You want to yeah. keep your name relevant because it's not just about the music. It's about like appearing on talk shows. It's about appearing at award shows, mm-hmm. making your, your name a household name. And so it's, just, it's kind of super interesting how music has evolved, but I still do appreciate that artists eventually will put, put out albums, but I feel like they also are not as like, in some cases, as cohesive as they could be, um, yeah. they would have just been waiting to put it all out at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for someone like Megan, she's had three EPs. She had a full, her first full-length um, album in 2019 called Fever. But it's 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 great for new artists that can kind of stack and build on on their sound before they let you have their first official studio album which um i think has been kind of her her journey and she's done well by keeping people's attention um but i do believe your first full album needs to be cohesive it needs to be strong it needs to be uh, the first foundation for your legacy because this is what people are going to remember you by Mm -hmm. I would go further more. I would say that like, if you're gonna put out an album because you don't need to anymore, you can be an artist that just puts out single after single after single. You can do that. If you put out an album, like please put it out and put it out like as a cohesive unit, because if you don't, it's going to end up uh, kind of, the singles are just going to get pulled from it. It's going to end up being a flop in my book. Um, watch out. Watch out for those. <laughs> Um, but it, it's super, it's, it's super interesting. One thing I wanted to actually, um, it's come up a couple times in, when Simon and I have chatted about this, but, um, wondering what everyone's thoughts are about like our release schedule for an album these days. You have artists like Katy Perry, where Never Really Over was out like two years ago and she finally, finally put it on the Smile album, like 
she released half of that album going into Smiles. When the album came out, there's like three new songs mm-hmm. versus someone like Gaga, who did the traditional one song, maybe two songs before the album came out for Chromatica. And even like Taylor Swift not releasing yeah. a single song or Ariana Grande not releasing like more than just positions. Yeah. Uh, what are our thoughts and which one do we prefer to or prefer as listeners? Oh boy. I don't even know where to get on that. I feel like it has been so varied recently with the pandemic that people are trying all sorts of different things just because they have, there's been no precedent for this. So they're really trying to figure out how to navigate it. I personally love when an artist can manage to not dr- like leak anything before and drop a surprise album a la folklore a la beyonce mm-hmm. i think that's super exciting but i can't imagine the stress behind that approach that sounds like i would lose a lot of sleep if i were there. and and you have the risk of if if the if something else comes up in mainstream media that day uh-huh your album was announced the whole like virality behind it doesn't get that steam it needs and your album could be at risk of like never having the success it deserves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, I think the best approach for me is like a single or two that can really make me want to eat up the next offering. And if that next offering is the album, boom, I'm hooked and I'm going to be listening. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think it's about uh, mostly about optics because if you plan it and it goes well, like if you say, okay, we're just going to do this amount of singles um, before the actual album drops and what we can do is like a test single here. So you have the, you have that ability to kind of test the waters before you really uh, and see what sticks but that, and if it, people like it, it feels like a good journey, right? It feels like, oh, they, they did that so well. Mm-hmm. But then if you release something and it's hot, and then the next thing you release and it's a little bit of a dud, you have to really recreate the, 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 the interest again. You have to start over because, right, right, you're only as, as good as your, <laughs> your last song um so I, I think it can play in in both favors you know it can work well or, or it can completely be disastrous um, yeah. but i feel like people are a little more patient these days than they used to be mm-hmm. um so yeah kind of a weird a weird there's a level of patience but also a level of not patient because you want to be able to stay relevant and that kind of that urgency of continuing to like be featured etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. um so do, do we want to maybe dive into uh, the good news? Oh, yes. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> who wants um, to start? Could it be me? I, I think I can try. I think, Simon, it should be you. Okay. So I had a lot of fun with this album. I really did. I have been getting back into World of Warcraft also. Um, I know I said come find me and send help if that happens but i'm doing okay we're so no cause for alarm but it's great because i can just have these albums that i want to dig into playing while i do my world of warcraft or ogres while i'm while i'm leveling you know yeah 
And I see Miles has a pic of Grace Jones up there in the back. Is that Grace Jones? Yes, it is. And it's giving me a lot of my uh, my Void Elf mage looks a lot like Grace Jones. So I'm just like, I'm really feeling that energy. But I like this album a lot. I'll start with that. Okay. On the flip side, this song has what, 17 songs? Yep, 17 songs. It's a long one. Well, it's, a long one in terms of out and songs. Right. And I do feel that the album takes some odd twists and turns that maybe didn't need to happen. Maybe could have been edited a little bit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so it's a difficult discussion between Bob or Flop because we, we have been kind of shaping and forming what that is for us over 16, 17 episodes, and it's shifted a little bit here and there. And for me, it has really been a, is this whole album as a package something that I want to come back to and revisit at least 90% of the album with maybe like a skip or two here or there? And for me, it's not that, but there are so many good bops on this album. So, like, the album as a whole, I would be lying if I said, like, get me this on vinyl right away. It's a total bop. So I think as an album, it's a flop. However, I am pulling, like, four or five songs on this album, and I'm putting it on my playlist, and I'm revisiting those a lot. There are some slappers, I will say. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Miles, what about you? Do you agree? Was this album a flop for you? Um, all around, I'm going to have to say yes, uh, and I'll tell you why. Yes, I mean, I to be honest, I don't know if I'm the core audience for this, so maybe for core audience, it might be everything and it, and they might love it. Mm-hmm. But as someone who grew up with rap and who loves uh, female rap artists, I have to say that for me, it's just kind of perfunctory. I think, um, the songs on the album or a, a lot of them aren't as strong as the singles that she's been putting out. Um, I feel there's a cadence in the way that Megan raps that doesn't flow as well as some of the other girls that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she, I think she's tapping into a fandom that um, is ready for this type of, um, sound so um, yeah I'm qualifying with that like to say that I, I I don't know if I'm her target audience I don't think I am but as someone who loves rap especially female rap there were some missed opportunities for me in some mm-hmm. of the production I would uh, I would wonder so like who is her target audience for this like wh- who would you say that she's speaking to um, I think it's a younger audience i think it's a kind of a the tiktok generation um but i also think it's like a, like a sun like southern girls or southern kids um that listen to um i don't know this but i also feel like it's it's for anyone who likes female rappers and are, are um rooting for anybody that's a female rapper to come out because that's 
this is something we haven't had before. We we had Nicki Minaj for many, many years. Many, and, many a year. And nobody else. And many a year without a good verse. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh. Whenever that ghostwriter left. Whenever that ghostwriter went away, I'm sorry. Did Lil' Kim send you? <laughs> <laughs> but Miles, out of curiosity, um, who are some female rappers that are like tip top for you? Um, I do, I do like, um, I do like Nikki. I think she's um, creative and she's a wordsmith. Mm-hmm. And um, I like that she makes you think when she says something and her double entendres and so on. Um, and, and what I love that she's clever as well. Um, Megan's is a little more straightforward and um, there's just like some of the timing that she has is to me doesn't like bode well with the syncopation of, of the beat, but that's just my. <laughs> yeah. I definitely agree with you that up to a point in the album, I was actually really appreciating how direct and straightforward the lyrics are. And the connective thread of the album seems to be that men ain't shit. And I'm going to like, <laughs> Just be so self-empowered and I'll call you when I need you. And I love that. But it does get to a certain point where it's repeated over and over and over where I was wishing for a little more cleverness in the lyrics. Just something to make you think a little bit. bit. Yeah. And so I think there was room for improvement in that department for sure. Uh, That was something I actually wrote down as one of my kind of one of my the things that I thought needed work which was there's a lot of repetition mm-hmm. um and I, I feel like the choruses there were some missed opportunities the, I don't feel like there's strong chorus work in this album mm-hmm. um and I think that's what what gets like what gets you hooked like take for instance the song body which <laughs> It's, it's a fun it's a fun <laughs> song but it's over and over and over here you're, you're hearing body would you rather listen to body or yummy over and over again <laughs> i mean that's an easy pick uh, <laughs> easy you know what justin yeah. bieber yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. give me that body yaddy yaddy uh, give me that body yaddy 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 give me that yeah. body yaddy yeah no i love it but it is one of those songs where a visual definitely heightens the interest cuz when she performed it on the uh, what is the AMAs just came came That's on. That's right. Yep. yep. American yep. Music Awards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually liked it much much more, and it's a little distracting from the repetition. But I think as someone who likes vocal work mixed in with their rap, there could have been some um, there could have been some different levels of variations of body not sounding so repetitious and it's probably taking yeah. all the joy and fun out of the song but <laughs> yeah you didn't get a whole lot of vocal t- you didn't get a whole lot of vocal in this album you got a little SZA which I love I love whenever SZA comes on a song Ugh. yep yep um Be- Beyonce gives you a little bit but it's mostly rap right on this yeah and Beyonce's actually yeah. even rapping in that song yeah so yep. it's like very vocal light for sure yeah, yeah. definitely so- so, Aaron, give it to us. Are you bopping or flopping this one? Um, yeah. So, want to caveat this or this with I don't really listen to any rap 
like period. I don't think I've, it's ever been like a go-to for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm also caveating it with my, my experience with even R and B isn't as like, there are artists that I've, I've listened to uh, that like I've clung to this one or that one, like LMA Beyonce, like there's artists where there's songs where I'm like, yes, yes. Uh, yes LMA is those. a big, yes, absolutely. Uh, but like, as a category, it's not something that I've like really um, found a lot of like wanting to dig deeper in. So this al- this album in particular, and going back and like listening to Megan The Stallion, was actually a fun change of music for me. Um, I think that what I really appreciated about this album was that uh, it did have a lot of like it felt very 2020. Like when we go back, I think and think about what 2020 what happened there's a lot of stuff within this that like it references like supporting black business and Mm -hmm. it it references the pandemic. It references like kind of a lot of the themes that happened this year, as well as also just this um, kind of Simon, as you alluded to this, like this like female empowerment um, message about like, I don't need, like, I don't need men or like, if you want my attention, you gotta be paid, like paying up girl. Like, have you heard of polygamy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's like, there's, there's like great themes about like kind of dismantling, like, like kind of just like straight, um, not tropes. What am I thinking of? Like archetypes, archetypes sort of. Yeah. Like there, she talks about like, I don't bother you when you're with your hoes. So don't bother me when I'm with mine, period. Okay. I love it. Love it. It, Ah. Like the, the amount of like just fun word smithing, the amount of like really fun messages and even just like the references to like this year. Um, it gave me enough kind of um, like the lyrics had enough to them that I actually really did enjoy them. And the album in terms of the, the songs really had a cohesive kind of beat throughout them. And they took you through a journey and like all of these songs, I pretty much wanted to be shaking my booty to. So in a weird way, because I don't think I would ever go back to this album, like, like, I don't think I'm going to be pulling songs from this album and putting them on a playlist or, like, just picking, cherry-picking. As an album, this is a bop for me. Because, right. like, I would want to, like, if I'm going to want to listen to this type of music, I'm not going to pick one or two songs and make an R&B playlist. I'm going to go back and listen to this album from beginning to end. So, okay. I actually, funny enough, for once, I'm the one giving it the bop. I love that. And honestly, for me, this is very close to a bop. I think if she had tweaked a couple of things, added a little more like lyrical spice in terms of double entendre, a little, just a little more mysticism, and then edited and cut a couple of songs, maybe. What I would say, yeah. the, the, the songs with men are, are a toss-up. I so like they're trash. The men are trash. Lyrics and the ones that are most shallow in terms of kind of like substance, and they all sort of the ones that I'm like, oh, this is like not. I, it took me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I wonder what my my biggest flop's gonna be. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> I, I think I think Megan is one of. I do love her positivity. I feel like she's the most Switzerland of our, our rap empresses out mm. now like she's she's done features with cardi she's done it with nikki and that hasn't been a problem usually they make you pick sides <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um oh, but she, she i what a part of part of 
Go ahead. She had that one line though. She was like, I'm not going to mention the, these people by name. I'm not going to give them like air out of my mouth. I don't remember what the line was, but I think it's like in the first or second song, she was just like mm-hmm. referencing that. But yeah. Yeah. The first two songs of the album are very much like, I'm sending oh. out a message. Bop, bop. This is me. Uh, which I thought oh, yeah. started out very strong. And then cry baby. And, the, and those two songs are referencing the whole drama with Tory Lanez. Oh, uh, okay. Do tell. Oh, do you know? Do you guys no. not know this? I've no. been off uh, Stan Twitter. I haven't seen. So Tory Lanez is a rapper. He's from Canada originally. Um, apparently he's very short. <laughs> I think hairline work done, but that's besides the point. Okay. Um, sure, sure. <laughs> Uh, but he was he it was somebody's party i think it was one of the kardashians and she was in a in a car with tory lanes and one of her besties and megan ended up getting shot in like the back of her feet or her like achilles area or her heel and um they didn't really explain what happened because everybody was trying to keep it on the low and not be a snitch. Um, but then, um, you know, time went by and like people started, like Tori started saying shit and Megan wasn't having it. So she came out and they were both doing their lives on Insta and talking about, about each other. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. There was like footage on TMZ. She's like coming out of the car. She's like in a bikini with high heels and like limping and leaving blood stains. Um, so those, those two songs are basically about that whole beef, which Ooh. I'm sure all of her big fans know about, uh, but it's been the talk of her career for the last three months, I would say. Uh, well, the, <laughs> context... so her, the first song is her calling, calling him out and anything she's talking about is in reference to either Tory Lanez or her friend who's no longer her friend who since has dropped like a diss track in response to that first song. <laughs> Uh, I haven't heard it, so is, I feel like I need to follow like some sort of like R and B Stan Twitter account so I can yeah. literally I don't know anything about any celebrities I feel like these days in terms of the drama. We'll have to talk to Antonio on that one to yeah. to get oh, yeah. us started on the Stan Twitter that we should be following. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <clears throat> so yeah, so, I mean, get, sorry, what were you saying? Do we go into? Yeah, let's do it. I will just say, wrapping up our thoughts on the album, despite the fact we had two flops, I'd say overall, pretty positive thoughts on the album. Yes. Just maybe a little tweaking is what we're asking for. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and not to compare, but like my vision of that perfect first album from a, a female rapper in recent memory was like that first Cardi album. It was like so cohesive, felt edited. Oof, great foundation. So, that being said, I'm definitely looking forward to the next album, whenever that comes. <laughs> but yeah. So, who would like to start us off with their top up the album? I'm more than happy to. I'll, you go ahead, Aaron. Let you us tell see. us. You tell us. Um, this, this song had me um, dancing. Dancing in circles. Circles is my... Uh, my top bop of the Okay, album. well, should we give it a quick listen? Let's give it a quick listen. All right, we'll be right back. 
Build it, build it, so when we were just listening to that um i got so you know like at a wedding when the dj plays the song shots and all of a sudden all like all the white people are like dance floor shots is on that was this zoom call with circle (laughs) (laughs) that was incredible so aaron Walk us through why that was your top bop. Besides, obviously, we're dancing our asses off just now. Um, yeah, so I've been listening to this album for the past week, and uh, it's been it's been good listens through the whole time. So today was like the, the be-all, end-all, had to pick a song to be my top bop. And I remember when I listened to this song, I, I, I just love the... Bow, bow. Like... I le- legitimately like you put that in the back of any song and guess what? It's going to be my top pop. So love that artists that are listening. If you want a surefire way to have a top pop, turns out that's the way. Um, that's right. This song, like just the lyrics were like, there was no stopping. It was bam, 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 bam. Like she was barely having a chance to, to take a breath in it. And then in it too, she was just like, the more people or the more I ignore you, the more people like me, et cetera, et cetera. Like there were just so many good like one-liners in there too. And just like the way that she, she spoke, Mm -hmm. it just stood out to me as like a really, really solid, solid song. Um, So that's why it's my top bop. Do you guys have any thoughts about it? Uh, yes, I actually it's my top bop as well. Uh, <laughs> um, it has a lot going for it. It's she her flow in it is very good. Part of my part of my dissatisfaction with with her rapping sometimes is she tries to fit too many words into a verse and then it just throws it off. On this song, it flows perfectly with the music. She uses a sample um, from Jasmine Sullivan's 2010 album, Love Me Back, which I think this her song, the original, was produced by Missy, um, which was Holding Me Down, which is the, the vocal you're hearing in the background, which I, it gives it a good, like, kind of throwback vintage rap R&B feel. And it just... It's like, we always love when the girls are like telling the guys off, like, if you're doing me wrong, I'm going to, I'm going to get you, bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, a, I love good, like a good venge, venge, vengeful plot in movies. And I also love it in sound and song. So <laughs> that, that, this is also, yes, my, my, my top bop. I have, I have another one I love too, which is Freaky Girls um, featuring SZA. which also contains an interpolation of Freak Like Me by Adina Howard, which a lot of you hoes might know. (laughs) Uh, I think Freaky Girls is also amazing and not my top bop, but it's like, maybe we should listen to it too. (laughs) Why not? We're here. Okay. (laughs) I will just close off circles by saying I kind of forgot about it in the flow of the album just because it comes very early but once we put that on mm, the vibe was correct it was great all right just for fun let's throw on freaky girls real quick we'll be right back okay
Wow. I mean, who who's not looking for a thug who ain't scared of the pussy who the gang's doing? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I might not be that for SZA, but I'm all about it. <laughs> if my pussy was a beach, he gets swept up by the tide. Yes! Or, um, oh, what's the line I really like? Got sugar for the daddies who truly support my habits, who buy the double C's when I'm making A's in my classes. Oh, she's educated, and she's getting whatever a double C is. Someone help me out with that. I'm assuming it's jewelry or something. Yeah, I, I think it's bras. I think I think it's <laughs> Like lingerie, right? That, that's what they're teaching at Prairie View A&M University in Texas. Is that where he's from? <laughs> <laughs> that's where he went to school. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she's getting her bachelor's right now, I think. Mm-hmm. There's the MBA and the WAP. The, yes, yes, absolutely. The WAP, the WAP, WAP, WAP. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, that's so good. That's just using SZA to the fullest of her potential. She uh, she always comes in when she's featured on a track and gives you an amazing chorus like that. I'm yeah. thinking like all the stars with Kendrick or The Weeknd with Calvin Harris. Ooh, that voice. Yeah. Mm. So question for, for uh, I'm going to guess this is a no from Simon, but like, can either of you like rap an entire song? Like, have you learned the lyrics enough that you could like literally just do the... Pull up. Yeah. You can go. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. What's what song is like the the song that like you can just immediately do? Oh boy! And Uh, you don't need to do it right now, obviously. But just (laughs) I'm I'm sure Miles has albums he could do. Albums. So many. I'm I'm a gangster bitch myself. I think we all feel that way on this Zoom. <laughs> I, I feel like I could barely scrape by with the ludicrous verses in Baby. Um, barely scrape by. Well, Aaron, I might surprise you because you remember that little that little jingle, Let Me Blow Your Mind? Eve feet Gwen Stefani. You remember that throwback? Should I? Was it? A, was it, Yes, was it you a- absolutely should. We'll play it after the episode, but... I, I can remember a lyric or two. I, I know some good, like, old stuff, like Eric B and Rakim and Slick Rick. But um, I also remember, because I always forget that I remember until it comes on, but I know that uh, song by Salt and Pepper, Shoop. Oh. oh. Shoop, baby. Yes. Bring it back to the subject. That's all that. Fun fact, um, one summer I worked at uh, the Minnesota Zoo doing catering, and part of their catering was doing, uh, like, uh, the concessions for the concerts, because the Minnesota Zoo has concerts, you know, when there's not a pandemic, and uh, Salt and Peppa performed there one night, so I got to, I got to watch that. It was great. Okay. I've never seen never seen more lesbians in one place at one time. Oh, they love salt and pepper. They they truly do. <laughs> I, don't get, I don't get that. I don't get that. Wow. Well, if you look at some of the old photos of of uh, they have like a, like a little bit of a masculine energy and look and with asymmetrical like haircuts. If you if you want a little homework to do, I th- yeah. I think we're giving a little bit of a. Um, uh, lesbianic like tease there. Yes, and yes, yes. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
so Freaky Girls, while not technically a top bop, may or may show up on the playlist. We'll see what Aaron decides. But that was fun that we that we got down to that one because it's a good one. Okay, so now the time has come for my top bop. Okay. Yes, oh. And it was really close. It was between Freaky Girls was up there for sure. Um, the other one I really liked, uh, I like the Savage remix a lot. But I ultimately went with, and I don't think you'll predict this, Aaron, uh, Don't Rock Me to Sleep. That was my top bop. So we're going to take, we're going to take a little listen and we'll be right back. Mm. I'm curious to know your guys' thoughts on that before I get in to it. I have thoughts. Yeah, okay. Thoughts. okay, go ahead. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a little torn because I it's part, been part of my ongoing, I guess, gripe or issue with the album is that the production value on some of the songs is pretty sparse. And I think that is good and bad at the same time because I do like the, the purity of it, but I also don't want, like, if you're going to give me singing, I want it to be a little more dynamic and layered. Like, I think we've been spoiled by people like Drake when they infuse singing and, and they put a little more melody into it. So I do wish there was a little more layering in the, in the, in the there music. were moments where I, I was wondering if she was bored in the song. <laughs> like as she was like as she was singing it, if she like legitimately was bored singing la 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 ba ba ba. I, I was like I didn't get. She goes in. She does say blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm not lying. That's a real quote. Drag me. However, I do I do like the song, but it's if I'm being critical, it's one of those things that could have been taken to another level. But maybe that's just me and my taste. Look this here, is definitely okay. on the lower end for me. This is uh, okay. Look here, guys. Look it's here. no circles. I'm it's no I'm no flow expert, but even I could notice there are points in there where it just wasn't very smooth. Why was it combined? Because I love the beat so much. I love it. And there's enough lyrically. Girl, that is literally like the most basic beat, though. That's just like, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Okay, and there's enough on the track lyrically to push my buttons, you know, um... The 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 fuckaboy free glow hitting waist snatched ass fat feeling real pretty oh love yes. it yes 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 I don't know I know it was a pretty basic beat but I think it came in a part in the album too where it needed something mm. like that and so I my opinion Aaron don't give me that that crooked ass <laughs> face okay all right. <laughs> It's it's like a good song to do your laundry to. I feel like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I can I can I can vouch for that. I think I think. Okay, I, great. I think so you guys can, you guys my, hate my top my on this fine. In the <laughs> That's fine because just like Megan the Stallion, I'm confident. I don't need no fuck boys in my life. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Did you just call this fuck? Don't rock me to sleep. I don't know. Did I? Only Megan. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. So 
maybe as a collective, we don't agree on that one, but we did have some great thoughts about freaky girls and circles. <laughs> so yes, we did. Let's, let's just enjoy the past. Let's remember those. Let's... Simon, if you want freaky girls to be your top op and we can just pretend that this song didn't happen. You but... know what? I'm going to leave that one up to you to see which one you add because it's on my playlist. I, I have to go with okay. what you said as your top pop, so we're not going to go there. But I mean, we can speak off the pod, but if Freaky Girls <laughs> ends up on there also, I won't be upset. I've got, a, I've got a question for the panel. Oh. Do, do you guys know... Okay, so Mariah has lambs, Gaga has monsters. Do you know what Megan the Stallions fans are called? They gotta be called the horses. I would just call them stallions. <laughs> Right, they're called, they're called hotties. Oh, I like that because hot girl summer, <laughs> hot girl shit. Oh my god, how many times? That's another gripe I have with this album: the call out nature of rap. Okay, how many times do you need to say it's some real hot girl shit? Like we understand the message. It's like six or seven tracks at oh, yeah. least, and there is another I- one. Um, oh fuck, I wrote it down and forgot. God damn it. It was like Gucci something. Nope. There's a couple of tracks that start with the same thing because I think the producer is saying it. And again, do we need do we need that for every song they produce? No, no, No. I don't think so. That could have been edited as well, I thought. But that's been that's been going on since the dawn of time. That's true. Producers. I know we've mainly been positive this podcast, exclusively almost. Almost. But should we maybe move into what our biggest flops are? Sure, sure. And is anyone dying to go first? Like their their biggest flop is really getting to them? No. Hmm. No, but not really. Crybaby. <laughs> Crybaby is my biggest flop. That's your biggest flop? Tell us. Why? I... Like I said, for some reason, I feel like the songs where there's a a male rapper just tend to be a lot more shallow in terms of the verses. And I feel like they end up being the rapper, like the male rapper song featuring Megan. And so like, I think it just kind of rubs the wrong way because it takes me out after circles. And it it was like, they all are not really on, on like the top end of the album for me, but like that one in particular, just where it's located in the album I think it probably just gets a bigger wrath in my book because it comes right after Circles. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying uh, because I feel like what we love about Megan and women in rap is the female empowerment and the owning stuff, like like owning the pussy power and owning all of that those things. But then when you bring in the male element, it's this like downplaying of, of that. So you juxtaposed it doesn't feel as strong i feel like yeah it just doesn't get the same message across yeah Yeah. aaron i'm on the same page with you and for that reason intercourse was my biggest flop (laughs) it was just like i actually do enjoy pop can he is featured on a gorilla's song called saturn bars and that pairing makes a lot of sense when you listen to it but this collab didn't make any sense to me I haven't called sex intercourse ever. What do you uh, call it? I call, oh, well, it depends. It depends on the dynamic, the person. It could be lovemaking. It could be fucking. It could be, um, a ron- could be a rendezvous. 
Oh, it's a voulez-vous. A voulez-vous, if you will. Um, But yeah, that was another song, too, where it was like, where is Megan on this track? Like, it's literally just the guys. And it definitely took away from that overall message that I liked about the album. So, Well, Mustard's on that song. Do you have something against Mustard? Or more of a catch-up kind of guy? I am definitely a catch-up guy. Like I am mustard, not a no, thank you. Uh, not in this cabinet, this pantry, <laughs> this refrigerator. Miles, are you a mustard fan? Um, I like the song. I'm assuming it's DJ Mustard. No, <laughs> sure. it's like Heinz Mustard was in the. <laughs> and they said you better like credit French. this. <laughs> you better credit the mustard. You better cut them see, and it's going to be trouble. Um, I actually didn't mind intercourse that much, but my flop, and I feel bad saying this because on when we were listening to one of the songs, I think you mentioned, um, Simon, that you liked or you related to the lyrics of Outside. But for me, Outside is boring. It's perfunctory. It's It sounds like a hundred other like filler songs that people have had on their album. So for me, that's my flop. And there's probably other ones, if I'm being honest, but that's the one that stood out to me. It's just like sonically, not a lot going on. But probably the message is good. Right, right. Yeah, like showing off my ass because that's what they want to see. I get that, you know? Right, yeah. If you got it, flaunt it. We do, we have Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, we do. And OnlyFans. <laughs> and just for fans. Uh, right. No, maybe a promo code BOPPERFLOP will work on someone's OnlyFans page. You'll just have to try it. Let us know. Joey <laughs> just went to Whole Foods. I, t- I told him to try the BOPPERFLOP at the counter. And they uh, said... Uh, and did it work? <laughs> it did. He, yes. he, they said, is it, is it from Amazon? They're like, yes. Oh, yeah, we love that. You know how we love Amazon on the pod. <laughs> that Kindle I got, big fan. Love that. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Amazon, but you know what? No. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go there today. We're not gonna go there today. We're not looking thank, to fight. Thank you for taking the time. We went through this album. And I think we had like a real good time, but we still want to talk about maybe what our single obsessions are. Yes. What have you been listening to this week? Hitting the repeat button on. What's that been for you, Miles? Um, I've been listening to Miley's new album over and over again. Oh, which we might be doing on the podcast. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe. I wonder what next week is going to (laughs) be. Do tell. Uh, But if we're talking jingles, it would probably... Go ahead. What what is your like? So what song on Miley Cyrus's album is really doing you justice? And then I'll be asking you about the jingle. <laughs> well, it's very 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 early, but I am currently still appreciating the song that is basically a reiteration or interpolation of the other song. Um, Don't want me love by you. Was it the Fire in my yeah. lungs, can't paint the devil on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Midnight yeah. Sky. Midnight Sky. 
Yes, yeah. And they mixed in uh, Stevie Nicks. Edge of Edge of Midnight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why did I think? Why did I think one wing one winged dove? Um, because that's it. <laughs> Wait, so one winged dove is actually called Edge of Midnight? Wait, hold on, hold on. We're pulling this know. up. Hold on, dear leaders. We're pulling this up right now. We're gonna get to the Edge of Midnight, Midnight Sky remix featuring Stevie Nicks. Bam. Oh, okay. So that's the name of uh, your top up. Or your, your single obsession? <laughs> your top bop single jingle obsession. Single week. jingle. <laughs> single jingle. Um, for me, uh, I have been kind of going back a little bit into the weekend's more poppy era of Starboy. And my favorite song on that album is Secrets. And I've been oof, playing that one over and over and over. I love it. Ooh, and the music video. Ooh. Ooh, composition. Mm, fabulous. <laughs> so good. Love it. Yeah. How about Simon, you, Aaron? You said that you were like really excited to, to share with me. I think I thought it was your single obsession. Maybe it was your top bop, but like. And I forgot, and then I started listening to Secrets. So maybe I'll save it for next. I was week. like, I there's no personal connection I have with that. So I think it was a Carly Rae Jepsen song at first. <laughs> so maybe maybe that. next week we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, my single obsession is actually going back to. Uh, Again, we mentioned it earlier, but Taylor Swift released her Folklore Disney Plus um, concert interview thing, etc. And uh, just a couple days before that, I actually um, went through and I was talking to a friend. And I think, Simon, you actually were the one that inspired this, where you were like, you could take a good like seven songs off of Folklore and throw them away and you'd have a really good album. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I did that. I created yes. the Folklore Revised version, which is just only 10 songs. <laughs> all the good ones, none of the bad ones. But for the single obsession for this, I, I, I'm going to be choosing Betty um, by Taylor Swift from Folklore because by watching the documentary, I now can, like, it's, I've been able to piece together the, the Love Triangle trilogy thing. Oh, that whole it business. It took her explaining it in video for me to finally get it. Um, uh-huh. And Betty's one of the three songs. There you go. There you have um, it. Before we, before we go, I do want to give a plug to a different playlist that we just created. And I want to get make sure we get Miles' contribution. Um, for the holiday season, we've been asking every single um, special guest what their jingle obsession of the week is. And I, I must ask Miles, Miles, what is your jingle obsession that you want added to the, the Bob or Flop playlist? <laughs> um, it's a song I haven't even heard yet called Oh Santa by Mariah Carey that features Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson. It Ooh. comes out December 4th, so... <laughs> So visit us. So I'm pretty sure I'm gonna love it, but 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 until then, it'll have to be um, "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Maria Carey. Wait, wait, you're not gonna choose the Dolly Parton version? Uh, God, no. I wonder what no. our thoughts are on that song. You might have to tune in like three weeks from now when we might be reviewing it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely send us a little message if you listen to that song, Miles. Give I us will. Your thoughts. Wh- Whitney remakes um, um, Dolly. Dolly remakes Mariah, and brings you know, in a, a special guest. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And now does Mariah have to remake Whitney? Is that? I, I don't think she'd ever go there, but uh, you never know. You never. Twenty twenty is a year of full of surprises. No rules, Mama. No rules. That's right. <laughs> so Miles, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You gave so much knowledge about all things R and B and rap, and. I learned so much about you and the fact that you have two brothers that uh, create rap and music, or at least have. Yeah, I mean, and I think the most interesting tidbit from today was that I was Megan Thee Stallion's babysitter. Yes, and that she used to say real baby shit. She coined that. That's right. Where did that lyric came from? (laughs) (laughs) She actually stole it from Miles Davis Moody, who was like, oh, God. I, I would open her diaper, and I was like, whoa, that's a real baby shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so much fun. Uh, Miles, if people want to find you on the socials, where what do they got to search in? What do they got to tip, tip, tip on the keyboard? Uh, it's all the same across the social media platforms. My full government name, Miles Davis Moody, just like it sounds. Love that. Love that. And Aaron, where can we find you? Good, sir. Um, you can find me at the Aaron on all socials. T-H-E-E-H-R-E-N. Weird, I know, but you'll get get used to it. it. That doesn't work on Zoom, does it? It doesn't work when we're doing (laughs) this way, but it's okay. Um, and I just want to give a plug that if you are in Atlanta, I think we have a couple of people that listen in Atlanta. I think this next week is your final week to be able to request an absentee ballot for the, um, the runoff elections for both of the state or the, the Senate seats for U.S. Senate. If we can, if the Democrats can get both of those uh, seats, we will end up having majority for the first time in a very long time. So... If you want to get a stimulus check, honey, from all this COVID shit, <laughs> your best chance is to be able to get a, a, a Dem- Democrat-held house in Senate. I'm going to need another stimulus check with all this Nespresso I'm buying. Oh, yeah. That. And Simon, what about you? What is your um, uh, your handle? What are, where can people find you? I'm just on Instagram at the realist Simon. Uh, you can also follow the show's Instagram at, at Bop or Flop Podcast. And also on Spotify, we have our top bops playlist. And you can follow my personal playlist. I love this playlist. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and shout out to who? everyone. Is if <laughs> we have, I, we have uh, most of our listeners are from Apple Podcasts, we know. And we don't have, uh, all of our listeners have yet to leave a five-star review. So if you've been listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy it, please give us five stars because it really helps us be able to be discovered and found. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that after the show. Oh, yeah. yes. I'll One more, that. you know. <laughs> <laughs> One more closer to Michelle Obama's podcast. Well, I want to I wanna thank you guys for having me. I really, really love and adore you as people, but I also respect you both very much for your musical knowledge or what I would like to say, your um, musical intellectuals. And uh, you don't, you, you come to the table with information and an opinion. And um, I appreciate that. So thanks for having me. Miles, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I can keep going. I don't see tears yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you so much, Miles. It's been a great episode. 
Yes, this has been so much fun. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.